Oh god, it's good stuff. Well, we have our Peter. <laughs> I thought you were doing the Chalfont song. <clears throat> Oh yeah, now you're. I can't remember any of the words of that too. It was just a line about when Christmas nights are made of. You still must wear smart shoes. Now you're in chat. I never liked it because it didn't rhyme, so it stood out like a sore thumb, much like Winkers's fashion policy. Yeah. Great nightclub. <laughs> You have the right to be an attorney, ladies and gentlemen, as the movie men are back in town. My name's Callum O'Toole, and I'm joined by Harry Anton down there in London town. How are you, Harry? Oh, I'm great, thanks, Cal. How are you? Great, thanks. Excellent, excellent. You had a lovely week. We missed you last week on the pod. What have you been doing yes. in the meantime? Um, I enjoyed my week off. Um, I Not much, actually. I've, I've, I'm at the moment, I'm, I'm looking after a lot of animals. I'm looking after the neighbour's dog and Ooh, my yes, my chef. A... The chef who lives upstairs is kitten, which is fun. And I'm just covered in shit. Uh, just, just Dr. Doolittle. You're normally covered in shit. It's well. like, can you look yeah, after that's, my animals? That's did, no you teach him, did you teach him how to go to the shit toilet yet? No. The two okay. are unrelated. Oh, that's fine. I'll just, just shit all over my face. That's, no, that's good. Well, that's great. Mark, you've got a small child. Has, have you covered in shit on a daily basis? No. Nah. <laughs> No, no, he's um, learning on the potty, so he shits in there, which is great. He's doing Excellent. pretty well, actually. Um, today, I've been um, chilling in a paddling pool with him, drinking some cold ones. So it's been a pretty nice afternoon. Has he been like, drinking some cold ones? He's two years old. Absolutely not. No, he... Um, you are Irish, he, though. He can't hack it. So that is a dad. question I do need to ask. It's like, yeah. get used to this, son, because I'm going to be drinking yeah. cold ones doing fuck all for the rest of your life. <laughs> I mean, that is the dream, but it's not happening. It looks like work's going to come back soon. And oh. filling out our four-man team here is Ollie Britton. How are you, Ollie? Yeah, good, good. Just uh, just resting after long days of long days hard graft. I've been pot washing, um, you know, which is... The glamour. Really horrible work. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard. It's, it's hard. Mm. It's just filthy. Because what's frustrating is you wash something and then they use it immediately and you wash mm. it again. <laughs> yeah, helping out a guy who's um, making like gourmet meals to drop off to people's houses so that people can feel like they're going out to dinner at home. So he's, he's making a killing, actually. But, 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 but not this guy <laughs> washing the pots. Saving him in a way. My chef came and saw me in a plate and I... Uh, it was when I was doing Macbeth and he was. we went out that night and he was like, oh man, you're really good, I really liked it. The next day, I had a cover for someone, so I was a KP in the kitchen and he was just throwing pans at me going, clean it, Macbeth, clean it. <laughs> Is this a scour I was see that, before Was that me? second draft, was it? <laughs> yeah, clean it, Macbeth. <laughs> There's nothing more that, that says is. success than just cleaning, like doing the KP shit out, after working. The out, out, damn, damn spot, spot. Reese. <laughs> well, oh, this week we're gonna be, uh, we had a bit of a fuck up effectively in uh, in our normal plan which we'll get onto later but instead of the advertised lucky number 11 that we were supposed to be reviewing we instead just ended up watching 21 Jump Street and um, while we were watching it we learned that there's actually been a crossover with Men in Black greenlit a 21 Jump Street and Men in Black crossover has been greenlit so we thought that's pretty mental but what other movie crossovers would you be most or least like to see in the whole world of any films ever made? As a traditional, Harry, you're first back on the pod, so you can, you can, we'll roll out the red carpet for you to go first. 
Thanks, man. But you just, for, it's been greenlit, but it never happened. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was 2014, I think. But you yeah. know, it sounds much more exciting if it says it's been greenlit. Everyone's like, oh my God, that sounds really like a great idea. No, it's not going to happen 100%. Oh, <laughs> oh why don't you just shoot that so. the fuck down, Harry? That was. <laughs> no, I was saving you if you wanted to do it again. So, <laughs> my thing was like, I didn't really go too far from turning Jump Street, but I was thinking like seven. 22 Jump Street. And then I thought, <laughs> It'd be funny to put people in seven that really shouldn't be there. And then I thought, like, if the Scooby Doo team like had a cross <laughs> with seven, it would just be the most <laughs> savage episode of Scooby Doo. Like, Reggie, what's what's he doing, Reggie? Oh, he's, he's fucking that woman with a knife. <laughs> Reggie, like, the person who it was like, who was it? It was Kevin Spacey murdering everyone. No, like, Scooby Doo is always an unscrupulous landowner. Yeah. <laughs> it was the butler the butler has beheaded it's always yeah. someone who's trying to make a property oh. cheaper so they can buy it on the cheap there's like come on I've got her head things. in a box that's pretty dark for Scooby Doo <laughs> Scooby <laughs> just his head in a box so baked just terrified we're yeah. definitely Scott. gonna die this time also yeah that, 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 the one time they don't get it they're like well, we did not solve this one. Uh, <laughs> oh, <that's a> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he, he really chopped her head off, guys. Oh, a lot of hey. people died. <laughs> okay, well, so we've got seven crossed with Scooby-Doo. Mark? Are uh, you ready for this? No. Okay. Oh, my, yeah, you, to be fair, script. quick peek behind the curtain, Mark did tell me earlier that he's he's got quite a sign. I'm not even going to tell you the answer. Not to build up, but you've spent I'm going to read my script. Shakespeare oh, he's doing an Ollie. I like it. You'll know, what one of, you'll know what one of them is at the very start. So no personally. Doc is on his deathbed. Marty goes to see him and Doc hands over all his life's work, his house and his DeLorean, everything. Marty and Doc had stayed close and at that funeral, Marty's kids and grandkids are there. Marty's son is hardworking and a rich businessman and he seems distant to both Marty and his own son, Marty's grandson. To try and get the three guys to bond, Marty takes his son and grandson to Doc's old house, shows them the cool car, Marty's businessman son loves fast cars, <laughs> both new and retro. God. I'm trying to work out the second film. He shows them the DeLorean. You always told me about this car, he says. There's a glimmer of warmth from his son. Hi guys, uh, Callum here. Just a quick note that Mark did go on for maybe seven or eight minutes with his story. So if you want to hear the full thing, we've put the audio at the end. Um, and we might put out a little transcription, maybe on the uh, on the social media as well. But for the, for the love of God, I could not possibly put it in the whole thing. So back to the pod. So we never found out how far back in time did he go? Sixty five million years. Lex starts having a panic attack. Panic attack. Marty's son apologizes. Sorry, I know what happened to you guys at that part, but Tim, Lex, I'm begging you. I need your help. They call Sam, Neil, and Laura Dern. Boom, that's my film, that's the start. Um, Back to the Jurassic Park future. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone see an edit point in well, there? I, think, I was trying. I wish you, uh, you don't have one. You don't have one. I, don't have one. No. I wish you could have fleshed out a little bit, Mark. <laughs> yeah, Mark, you do. I thought we were onto the sequel by by some yeah. point. That was kind no, of like an always challenge. I thought like we should have been trying scene. to guess the whole way through what the second yeah, film was. That was Mark's yeah. challenge. I thought yeah, Fast and Furious at one point, but... I enjoyed stuff. it. I definitely I enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. I would watch that film. Right, Oli, hopefully that gave you enough thinking time to come it up did. with one. It did. And it actually gave me some or inspiration. Several. It gave me some like inspiration. It. So, so this one's, you know, this one's for the nerds. 
So, okay, so we have the open Star Wars, the music, and, and the galaxy far, far away, right? The words are coming down. But then John Williams' epic soundtrack, Sunny Starts to Dim, and instead we have John Luke Picard with the voiceover going, we will... Well, what, what's the whole thing about Discover, all the other... It's Star Trek and Star Wars. It's Star Trek and Star Wars. <laughs> it's it's wow. John, John Luke Picard to Discover, because obviously it's a galaxy far, far away, which means the Star Trek guys could get there to Star Wars land. Ollie, yeah. Mark gave you about 45 minutes thinking time and the, you came yeah. up with two films that have basically the same name. Yeah. Just one word different. Pretty it's cool, right? It's, one yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good because then obviously they're, they jump in there and it's one of their Star Trek capers yeah. whilst all the other Star Wars stuff's going on. Yeah, and then I, think, I think next just week... taking a dump on Next Mark. week, you, yeah. two, you two get together and, put us, put, and then just balance out the amount of effort you put in. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah then, and then halve that and then you'll be perfect. <laughs> um, Mark, you've kind of shat on mine, but Jurassic Park NATO. Uh, yeah, I just basically just wrote a load of puns. Daniel Blake's on a plane. Yeah. Uh, Robin Hood will hunting. That was just, I didn't. With Daniel Blake's on a plane, I was like, at least he could be like railing against like the economy class and then this first class. He'd be like, um, come on, Patch, you just wants to use the, just use the toilet. Or something, I can't do it with the accent. Um, um, the, I, I, the other, other Bolin guys, that's kind of a little mash, mash up of the other that's guys. Good. Uh, and then the Varsity Blues Brothers. Uh, yeah, freaky that, that works. freaky Friday the 13th. Um, that's awesome because they split bodies, but then also then there's the, horror, the, the Halloween. Yeah. That's Free, great. Psycho Brother. Freaky Armand. Friday Night Lights. Uh, the John Wicker Man. So is that John Wick avenging people in that crazy town? Yeah. Maybe they've 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 burnt his yeah. dog as an offering. So you know how like <laughs> you know about. how like uh, Nicholas Cage tries to do it in the film. The bees, but um, he fails. Oh, and goes around punching the. Yeah, women punching the women. That's just basically going to be John Wick. So he's going to like tear up. Thank uh, you, cinema. The one I didn't get to was Deadpool Runnings. Um, yeah, so it's basically just Deadpool joins the Jamaican bobsled team. He's already got Super. like the suit. He's already got the full suit. He's just on holiday. Also, that'd be so funny because that's quite funny anyway. Uh, the Aquamanchurian <laughs> candidate. I didn't really flesh that one out. That was just a. That's, that's just bad. a title. That's the a partridge bad. among the pigeons. Uh, <laughs> and then broke back to the future was uh, one I stopped. Brilliant. Yeah, that's that's broke back to the future. So good. Have you know? Have you ever seen the mashup? Have you seen the trailer match? Oh, oh, I need yeah, to send it to you. It's so it. good. Great mix. You boys spend there. all your time up in that DeLorean. You know <laughs> Who the hell is Clara? All you had to say is I don't love you and I don't want to see you anymore. Have you ever uh, been in a situation where you knew you had to act a certain way, but when you got there, you didn't know if you could go through with it? I'm in it with you, and I don't even understand it. I have to live my life according to what I believe is right. So I mentioned at the top that there was some uh, slight issues this week with our films to watch free on Netflix, in that this film that we were going to watch, which was Lucky Number Eleven, is no longer free on Netflix. So what do we do? Now. We are movie men, so we adapted quickly, and we picked... 21 Jump Street because everyone loves it. So it's a 2012 buddy cop comedy starring Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill as two ropey police recruits sent back to high school undercover by police captain Ice Cube, yes, Ice Cube, to bust a drugs ring. It's a remake of a late 1980s show which was starring Johnny Depp, gave him one of his earliest roles. So here is some 21 Jump Street for you. 
Get ready for a lifetime of being badass motherfuckers. Oh, I am. God, dude, I thought this job would have more car chases and explosions and shit. We're reviving a canceled undercover police program from the 80s. You idiots are officially transferred. Where do we report? Down on Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. You are here because you some Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus looking motherfuckers. You will be going in as undercover high school students. So it was picked by Harry. Why did you pick this one, Harry? Because Lucky Number 11 wasn't available. Exactly. So it was picked by Harry. Why did you pick this one, Harry? Because Lucky Number 11 wasn't available. Exactly. You idiots, you should have checked. No, um, there's a... There's a certain type of film that I like watching when I don't, I can't really be bothered to sit down for like a, like a big heavy one. So you need a film that's like entertaining, but the writing's good. And if I'm watching a comedy, it still needs to be like, it needs to not just be funny. It needs to, it needs to have something else you can cling to. And this has like all of those things. I think the performances are great. Like the story's cool. The, the premise is fun and, and it's executed so well. And I forgot how good the cast was when I selected the movie. Well, Harry, you mentioned the cast there, Ollie. Who was Ollie. your fave? Oh, incredible. I mean, I just, I think Channing Tatum did such a good job yeah. of, uh, you know, answering the call. Because I guess he was sort of not known, you know, for the comedy. And he's absolutely hilarious. Well, he was asked to do it twice and turned it down. And really? then Joan Hill eventually convinced him to do it, yeah. God, imagine that phone call. Yeah, man, Jonah Hill could convince me to do anything. Um, yeah, but, yeah but, he's incredible. But it would be quite hard, wouldn't it? Because it'd be like, oh, do you want to do this thing I wrote about 21 Jump Street? And I think Jonah Hill had been circling, not circling the drain at all, but he'd be making one or two like ropey-ish comedies, like The Sitter or whatever. Yeah. And if you're, if you're approaching, and Channing was like relatively bigger at that time. He's yeah. like, do you want to make this comedy about a remake of 21 Jump Street? But like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it was such, it was so great to see Chan Tatum doing a role like that. It was like, I'm not going to say oh, like, break, it was, obviously wasn't a breakout role for him, but it kind of was a completely different role for what he normally does. And I, it just, I like to think if you're, if you're a decent actor, you should be able to do everything. And sometimes a lot of acting is playing on the public perception of yourself. So like, mm -hmm. Like Mark Wahlberg, it's, 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 it's exactly like Mark Wahlberg in, in the other guys. He's like, he's playing straight and he's playing on this, like, so he plays all the time on being dumb and pretty and he does it so well. I'm a peacock, you gotta let me fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. I think you're actually, you're bang right. I also think if you're a good actor. Like, you're bang right. A, a lot of good actors and big Hollywood actors will, will, will say that comedy is, the, is, hardest. is one of the hardest things to do because you've got to be, um, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's a nuanced comedy because a lot of it's in your face, but you do have to be a bit more aware. Whereas if you're like, you know, uh, an action guy or he is a dancer. So, you know, things like choreography and stuff are massive to him and he was stepping out of his comfort zone and he did it really well it's funny yeah, his, time, his timing's amazing so. the, the, mm. the, the, the choreography is an interesting point so I was going to say choreography you've got your steps and with the script mm. you've got your lines the thing about comedy is and you can see in this film you have to be so much looser because it's physical yeah. it's like you, how, how does he write in the script jump through symbol you know, you know, he's, yeah. you know he's freaking out when they're tripping major balls do you reckon he, he did <laughs> what, what red jump, well, jump through symbol sorry do you reckon he how much of that do you reckon was him improvising 
Well, I just think that <laughs> real good comedy is, 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 is always a merging of you being free and loose to play and cock around and with what's on the page. And sometimes it's more that, you know, that there's more script or more improv, but you, you have to do a bit of it. You have to bring that to it. And, and you see him doing that a lot. And I think, like you said, that's why I think it's considered braver in Hollywood. You know, you, you, you might, you know, your method, your process and your script is like, yeah, you're just going to cock around with Jonah Hill, do that well, you know, and, and he just yeah. nails it. Harry mentioned there as well that Jonah Hill wrote it, mm -hmm. co-wrote it with Michael Bacall. So yeah. this film has Jonah Hill written all over it. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's like you know how much a fan I, I am of him. I absolutely love him. Same. Um, ever since I first saw him in, it would have been super bad. I know he's he played bit parts in other things. Um, I mean, he he came in at a time where there was um, Anchorman and things like that, which had this sort of real delivery to them. You could see them. Mm. Jonah Hill has got his own version, and he does it in everything. He does it in Wolf of Wall Street, and it, he just mm. absolutely nails it. And yeah. he does it in his writing as well. He's the guy's a genius. Um, the TV show sounds like an absolutely terrible idea. It's basically public service announcement stories about don't don't do drugs and don't drink and all this. Yeah, it was so like they solve a crime, and then they'd be like, "This was bad. Don't do yeah. crimes." To, and to even see the, the comedy in that original story where no one would have touched that is great so it's just he's a genius and it comes out and the film is just I Mary fell asleep um, before watching it so I was like I'm going to watch it it was her birthday so I didn't make it watch it and I was dying I was dying my, the bed was shaking I was just dying with laughter it was, it was her birthday and you were just clock watching waiting for her to fall asleep <laughs> it was, it was, it was so good happy birthday honey Definitely. does anyone have a better face the nice cube. Oh, his face is so good. Yeah, just everything he does from start to finish is amazing. But his they focus on his face, don't they? As in, like, yeah. there's literally a shot when it's just his face for the first, yeah. for the opening five seconds, and then he says something. Like, <laughs> no, his face is like gold. And something you mentioned at the beginning was who was it, Harry or Mark? One of you guys mentioned that it's so self-aware, and that's one yeah. of the beauties of it. Kind of like yeah, Bill Clueless was actually. Clueless is very self-aware when we were yeah. Yeah. the other week. They're not dissimilar uh, yeah. films actually. And it's not. There's not a massive. No, they're not crazy. There's a lot of culture. There's a lot of culture, popular culture of happening at the time. Like the fact that they go back to school and it's you know seven, eight years later, and you have to wear two straps with your bag and stuff like that. And they just didn't get that. it. I love that. I love that. Um, two straps. Things like that punch, are very. He punches like, the guy in the face earlier. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh my no, he's gay, dude." What? <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it would have been homophobic to punch him if he was. <laughs> If he knew he was gay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to not punch him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think the fact that it does that, and when the policeman is um, telling you about how bad an idea it is. A bit basically saying like you know you, this audience is going to buy this it's at the very start yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, going to yeah. buy how bad of an idea this is yeah. and that's it and we're expecting like, just to deal with it he's like yeah people have run out of it. ideas so we're just going to run this same program again yeah but that's yeah. what I mean so and that guy was, I mean that's he's Nick Offerman he's he's a yeah. fucking incredible comedy actor and he's just yeah, he's chilling I, I actually was annoyed there wasn't because he even delivering that was great I think it shows to how good the strip, script was again like with stuff like this when you get an ensemble cast like this where there's so many people in it you know that the script is that good and the people representing it and the people selling it are good um, <laughs> and that makes a difference and then when you get to the film I mean I'm sorry we keep going Go, I've got to go back to Rob Riggle as well. He <laughs> finishes me. Put that everything. back in your mouth. I don't <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Put your tongue back in your mouth. So he's perfect. Um, John yeah. Hill lost forty pounds for that for that film as well. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah you can tell he's just he's to be like, a little bit fat. 
But did he lose it for the mm. film, or was he just trying to lose it anyway? Was that? I think he just didn't want to look, look like that. Stood next, to, stood next to Channing Tatum for two hours. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, he was. He, he was still really looks big and next to Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. The, um, to be fair. Yeah, true. I do. It's also the new comedy that came in was understanding that they have a long tether, like a bigger rope. So yeah. the other comedy, if you, American Pie, ages so badly, but Superbad doesn't because Superbad is more improv and more in this technique. But American Pie is more staccato and written. The directing team of this was Phil Lord and Chris Miller or Phil Lord and Chris. And um, they would have, with Jonah Hill's writing, he would have been loose with it, definitely. But the two directors are geniuses because they know they know how much room to give them. And they know that like, mm. they, they cut it at the right time. They, they set up the stuff at the right time. And also it had this crazy energy. Let's finish off with our favorite scene. So Ollie, what was yours? I've got a crow. <laughs> I've got a crow. I love it because he's obviously like not the best singer. I love that bit. Uh, but he sells that it. he's confident to be doing a good job while still not doing <laughs> a good job. The whilst... It's so even the way the guy's reaction shakes his hands. Peter, oh, it's, it's a fantastic scene. We have our Peter. We have our Peter. Jonah Hill being hilarious and uh, it just really made me laugh, just the way he, the notes he chooses. When he goes for the big note and it's not that big, crow! Yeah. Oh, so yeah. funny. I love it. Mark? Yeah. Oh, you can see why I was crying in bed watching this. Um, yeah, it's why you're you know, normally crying in bed. I know we've, we've mentioned it. Um, there's a couple of bits. So, obviously, when they're on drugs, that whole sequence when it's them to and Rob Riggle it that bit has always stuck with me it finished me when he put that back in your mouth and even, even when he first starts and puts his hand up he's like get that down from me like his aggression <laughs> it's just ridiculous like it's so stupid um, but also the introduction of Ice Cube kills me I love his like talking down to them he's like you some Justin Bieber Miley Cyrus and fucking motherfuckers like, just proper yeah. and like yeah. NWA NWA is playing and stuff like that it's just yeah. like, yeah. like the whole film is just so aware and I love that but the, yeah. the, when they're on drugs and when they see um Rob Riggle as the teacher that kills me that bit <laughs> excellent muscle tone young man yeah. <laughs> what are you like 25 <laughs> um, uh, my favourite bit was definitely I know it's obviously coming to me now is the um, is the giraffe was that going to be your bit Cal the giraffe yeah so when he's so when Jonah Hill is on the oh, call yeah. to the um, to Brie Larson <laughs> And then Channing Tatum, the instruction must have been just ruin the phone call because yeah. he just does what we all do to like your mates and just try and fuck him up. And then he okay. basically gets the giraffe and starts like giving Jonah a head with the giraffe really, <laughs> really rapidly. And it's just like, how could you have written that? Yeah. That yeah. must just be him being a dick. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's my favorite. Funny. I really like um, the bit really early on when they they just graduate as police officers and they're talking about how badass it's going to be and then they're just cycling around the park <laughs> on these bikes oh, but the so bikes funny. have flashing police siren lights also, on them as well yeah they also have really people. quiet sirens <laughs> yeah um, that, but also I can't I, I can't believe anyone didn't know imagine this what about the last scene where he shoots his dick, dick off, off. Oh, yeah. it's oh, like it's like they've gone do you know what can, can we do this is this too much and they're like this isn't too much let's oh, just go and fall into it is that your dick he's he's dick dick. Dick. he just screams he just screams his dick on the floor he just screams pick up my dick please I live my life a quarter mile at a time for those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. It's fast, it's furious. It's three fast, three furious. Harry Anton, what have you got for us? Oh my God, my notes. Oh my God, my notes. <laughs> you can do this, man. 
Okay, there's yeah, go. Three, two. Are you timing, Ollie? Yeah. Yeah. With my Three, fingers. two, one, go. Space Force with Steve Carell going to be on Netflix soon. Uh, that was my notes. Uh, it looks like basically the office set in space. It looks really funny. It's got um, John Malkovich being the straight guy, which is going to be awesome. It's so, I've yeah. got a Carell. Um, next up is the sequel to Top Gun. I don't know if you know this, but sequels uh, are when a film is good in the 80s and then the studio <laughs> has no ideas and needs some money and brings it back. It's I've like floating a death. Tenant, new film by Christopher Nolan. Everything is confusing. It's backwards, forwards. Uh, Robert Pattinson doing a Peter O'Toole impression. Inception with time travel. Very good. Seconds to spare. Nice. Excellent. I, I'm disappointed time. you didn't fill, actually. I'm disappointed you didn't fill the few seconds you had left. Genja <laughs> um, Washington's son's in it. And it <laughs> really? And you'll be a bit like, oh, is he going to be good? But then if you've seen Black Klansman, you know that he's fucking wicked. So. I need to see that film. Um, yeah. That's actually the first time I think I've heard of all three of your three fast <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was thinking of this. So, like, uh, specifically about Tenant. So, all, mm-hmm. all Chris Nolan's films normally crack like 300 million, you know, and they open. This yeah. one's been quite under the radar, I, I feel. We've talked about it a few times because he's, he's actually releasing it. Whereas a lot yeah. of people are releasing it, so we have talked about it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, so, it's that. good to, yeah, no, no. to hear it fleshed out so well in your long. I know. Inception <laughs> time travel, but they. But, so he's. But he's. Um. So Robert Patterson. Like basically, he's doing some interesting stuff. Yeah. No, it's not that. I mean, honestly, I don't. I'm not. He said something basically about the Batman, which made me not be his biggest fan at the moment. I'm sure he was in jest, but. He, and you're um, such a big Twilight fan. That's that's huge for you. Well, actually, but not being funny, like I'm, I'm always, I'm actually pretty even with saying an actor's bad. I would have made that decision based on I hope their performances. And he's he's done some fucking wicked stuff recently, and he's really shown that he's a wicked actor. So, but then, so this Batman thing, he just said basically like, oh, I'm not working out for it. And I was like, yeah, he's, I think he's trying to be clever, but he doesn't know that. I read so much shit about random <laughs> shit. And I remember a quote from Rob Patterson in the third Twilight movie, and he says, and honestly, search this, he says, they asked me to get a six pack, but I couldn't do it. It was too hard. So, <laughs> and he is the only actor I've ever known to say that. Ever. To say it, yeah, true. Yeah, can do it. Just Imagine if Christian shape. Bale had said that for the pin, uh, the machinist. I'd like to eat, was, please. But if he was trying to make an argument about like I want this to be a new kind of superhero, so I don't necessarily want to be huge for it. I want um, so I'm I'm doing lots of classes and like fighting classes, but I don't necessarily need to put on weight. Or well, there's some aspect to it, but because I know it's because he's lazy and because he can't do it, and he's kind of kind of shitting in your face a little bit. So he's the guy carrying your film, Christopher Nolan. I'm not really too bothered. No, Robert Pattinson <laughs> shitting in your face. What was the first one you said? The film. Yeah. Yeah, the space thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, space force. Oh no, the first one that's with Steve Steve Carell, right? Yeah, it looks so good. See, I like him. I've watched that. The trailer, the trailer. I was laughing out loud at the trailer, which doesn't happen like ever. So, no. <laughs> it's great, man. Also, isn't Inception in space Interstellar? Like, <laughs> no, Inception like, like he's time done travel. That film. No, it's yeah, but, Inception yeah, time yeah, travel. Inception time travel. That's Interstellar, basically. No, that's kind black of hole or space. Yeah, no. Yeah, time travel with space. There's some time travel with space. Okay, fine. That's Back to the Future in, in space. Wait, no. that's in space. <laughs> um, oh god, no, it's not. I am good at three things: fighting, screwing, and reading the news. 
Now I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one gonna be, huh? Do we have news or are we just gonna skip the news? Do, do I just say the news and then I'll just say whatever I just said? <laughs> <laughs> this week uh, on the, the news. news just carries on for example. I saw uh, some news, Disneyland is reopening, so that's good news. Yeah, Mike, you can't just say random news. Yeah, it's <laughs> you can. That's the news. It's just random news. That is it. Film doesn't no, We can barbecue on Mondays. <laughs> yeah, that's some good news. Whilst yeah. watching films. Yes, yeah, we could do exactly. that. Apparently, Sam Neill says he's sad he's not at Pinewood because the Jurassic World three sets are there. So well, that's yeah. news. You, Chow, you know you say Can't you, know you say all the news out. is only about Matthew McConaughey. Your news is only about Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah, well, I've heard that. And who's the biggest um, star, huh? <laughs> I heard that they've got the full the, the original cast coming back, which is great. Which kind of is what um, nudged me to choose the Jurassic Park, Back to the Future crossover. By the way, Mark, why I saw that. Why don't you that? You're in a better again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish it tonight, guys. So get ready for it next week. Oh. Or should I do a different part every week, like a serial? <laughs> yeah. Cal, how do you? I'll do it at yeah. the end when yeah. Cal's off the call. So news, though. Uh, this <laughs> is shockingly horrifying for anyone who's a fan of superhero films. Henry Cavill's in talks to return to Superman for future DC films because all the other ones were so well-received. That, uh, <laughs> I just see Fuck three you, men like shaking their heads. It's not no, I'm not me. shaking my heads. I, I really like him. I'm in. I'm in favour of that. He's also he's a brilliant Superman, regardless of the film. He, he looks like cast. Superman. He's a good Superman, but that film was yeah. trash. Oh, I've got some more news. Oh, yeah. Avatar, Avatar's still in production. Oh, oh yeah, awesome. we it could be <laughs> yeah. an episode of the movie without a mention of Avatar. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Any more Excellent. new? F- Pictures? Day, oh, day 45 on the Avatar. No, day I'm actually just Googled on the Avatar set. Yeah, just, they're, they're, they're in like day 700 of them in a swimming pool, in a big dark swimming pool. I don't like that. Put your tongue back in your mouth. Put your tongue in your mouth and close it. What are you doing? Stop it. One particle of unitanium has a nuclear reaction with a flux capacitor. Carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. Fuck you, science! Ollie, are you lit by candlelight? Um, by lamplight. <laughs> Mark's now frozen. Harry can't move because he's got one of his many fucking farmyard animals all over him. <laughs> right. Mark's gone. There's no way to speak of my... <laughs> Are your punks ready? Oh, Mark's gone. Mark has gone. Mark, get back in here. Come on, let's wrap this shit up. Fucking hell. Here he is. The internet's like one in, one out. It's like those shopping trolleys where the fourth <laughs> wheel doesn't work. It's like Winkers. It's like Winkers on a busy Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, I've got my I've got smart shoes on just in case. <laughs> and you still wear, must wear smart shoes. Great song, great cover. Um, um, yeah, didn't you didn't you write that song? I did. Did you just sing your own song and then just say great song, yeah. great cover? It yeah, is. that's what I was wondering. You're not covering it if it's your own song. <laughs> I've once been described as a shameless self promoter, and and there it is. Okay, Ollie's challenge improv okay so this week on Ollie's challenge I thought that Mark um, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum kind of an unexpected comedy duo Mm. so the theme for the challenge is unexpected comedy duos so yeah so um, unexpected comedy duos okay and so I'll give you like a a phrase or or a quote that's the clue for a for a cat for an actor and then you gotta pair them with the unexpected comedy duo so number one number one you're talking to me Robert De Niro, Niro. analyze oh. that no it's gotta be um, Ben Stiller in 
Boom, there it is. Unexpected comedy duo with Ben Stiller and Meet the Parents. Also, Mark was in with his hand up, so he gets all the points. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? (laughs) Can you milk me? (laughs) Harry, stop trying to milk that cat. Underrated films. Bloody good films. Huh? The first one's very funny. Um, Okay, second one. This isn't an actual quote from him, but it's a reference about him in a different show, but I think you'll all get it. You crazy, Jesus! Crazy! (laughs) Harry Anton, I think you were there first. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. Yeah! <laughs> Man, Jesus, you understand the weed? words that are coming out of my mouth? That's, is that yeah, from um, Family Guy? You crazy, Jesus? Yeah, you Jesus. crazy? It's, um, crucify this. Yeah, crucify. You crazy? Yeah, you so crazy, Jesus? That's what my ex-wife said. Um, yes, that's the so point. Good. That's point amazing. for Harry. That All right. Amazing. Number three. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Mark Stack. The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yes, The Rock and Kevin Hart. All Kevin Best Hart pals. films. Best pals. Every a, film. Every film they're in there. Uh, I know. Jumanji. I feel like Kevin... The new Jumanji, yeah, the first one, it. is actually, it's really good. Yeah, it's Jumanji's funny. good. It's a good It's a good If yarn. you haven't seen it... The first really Jumanji is not good. The new one. I love Jack Oh, right, okay. So, so I thought you said the I'll first one. I thought the first no. one was great. It has aged terribly. Terribly, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is literally, in the first scene, there's a line, May God have mercy on us all. Yeah. Really? Good line. High stakes. The new one when they're playing like they're playing like a computer game. It's great. It's really good. Very well done. Yeah. Okay. We'll watch that. Um, all right. Number four. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Well, Michael Caine with yeah, yeah. Oh, think about it. Uh, I was going to say Morgan Freeman. No, Harry. Plan B. <laughs> no. No, that's not comedy, is it? Definitely not. It's comedy casting here. This is Boosh. tough. This is this is the hardest one because I think this is quite an easy challenge this week. Go on, is, Mark. Is it Russell Brand? Is it Russell no. Brand? Stop being so sexist, you bigots, you misogynist pigs. Um, Sandra Bullock. They're correct. Point for Harry. No, I, that? Low... I don't know. Miss Congeniality, guys. Uh, oh, I didn't even know he was yeah. in that. I didn't even know. Yeah. Wow. They're a comedy duo in it. I mean, that is yeah. tough, but. Um, not my favourite beauty pageant theme film. No. It's Harry gets a point and, and a woke point. Um, okay, and finally. <laughs> I don't get many woke Jabba. points. No, <laughs> you're looking about to. Yeah, no. Oh, sorry. Oh, Me neither. Me neither. Um, number five. Give us a jabber. My hand's already up. Yeah, his hand was up. Danny DeVito. Yeah, it's Danny DeVito. What a. Hilarious pairing that turned out to be just so funny. And because amazing. one's so big and one's, one's so small. <laughs> it's like Kevin. They know, are the, did Mark just get fair, all of them? Then that is that it's is like Robin Hood and Little John. No, it is the rock. Um, Harry Kevin got Hart. two. Mark got three. Um, Callum got, got none, none. And Johnny's not here. I Has was, Callum ever won a challenge? So slow off the mark. I won last week. I think. Which that's what she said. Is where you won some last week. So far, scores in the doors. Johnny's <laughs> languishing behind with three. Um, and then it's pretty close oh then Mark with seven and then joint top Harry and Callum erstwhile frenemies with nine you have no respect for logic we just got an axe well that's everything from the movie men for this week but we're going to be back in a couple of weeks time because we are taking a slight I don't know, slow down, I guess, now that things are easing off a little bit with the lockdown and things, and I just don't have enough time to constantly be doing all the edits. So we're going to be going to once every two weeks from now on. Um, But the next one we're going to be doing is Prisoners, 
by Dennis Villeneuve, recommended by me, even though I've never seen it. Just like Dennis Villeneuve, wanted to see this uh, film. What, so how can you recommend a film you've never seen? Because I can recommend a film I've never seen because I want to see it. God, that's the worst. This is I'm using this for my own personal <laughs> personal benefit, not the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's I the reason I'm here. Kind of want to see that film. Yeah, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. Yeah, makes you sense. like you like Dennis Villeneuve. You don't, so that's fine because we can go. No, ahead. it's not Cameron that I don't Jones. like him. It's just that the films I've seen of his, I don't like. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I've got nothing against the man personally. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> hire me. Yeah. If, you're, if you're listening imagine if one of our seven listeners was Dennis Villeneuve and he was like maybe I should hire Harry nah <laughs> no, I don't think that's something you've got to worry about but just, never imagine, imagine. just imagine he's sitting there in his kitchen being like oh well fuck this guy I've assumed he's not I've assumed he's French he's <laughs> Canadian man. he's Canadian yeah, yeah, yeah. oh pretty French Canadian then I'm, he could be I, French can like Jacques yeah. you know, the, you know sure if he's having a bad day he's French if he has a good day he's Canadian let's get the rock out of here anyway yeah, Ollie, go. sing us out. I've got a I've got a crow. I don't even know any of the words, but neither does he. I've got a crow. <laughs> Do you remember the guy from Wu-Tang Clan? Do you remember that story? No. Yeah, he got what? really high and he cut his own dick off. What? Wow, no. Yeah, true story. I think it was like Dirty Bastard or something. Harry Anton, it's true. Uh, I don't oh, think it'd be Bastard. ODB, surely. Was it not? I ODB mean, it was, was like notorious womanizer. He would have struggled with a dick. Without a dick. <laughs> he would have struggled without a with dick. With a dick or without a dick? Without a dick. I struggle well, with a dick. Doc is on his deathbed. Marty goes to see him and Doc hands over all his life's work, his house and his DeLorean, everything. Marty and Doc had stayed close and at that funeral, Marty's kids and grandkids are there. Marty's son is hardworking and a rich businessman and he seems distant to both Marty and his own son, Marty's grandson. To try and get the three guys to bond, Marty takes his son and grandson to Doc's old house, shows them the cool car. Marty's businessman son loves fast cars, <laughs> both new and retro. God, I'm trying to work out the second film. He shows them the DeLorean. You always told me about this car, he says. There's a glimmer of warmth from his son. Marty was a loving father, but had always hidden the truth to his son, inadvertently, inadvertently making him a distant father. And at times they grew apart as his son turned from boy to man. <laughs> his grandson this is really long his grandson <laughs> is inquisitive oh, so snoops around and finds some things including the DeLorean handbook and how to time travel Marty plays it cool and says that Doc was losing it in his older years and became fanciful of time travel cut to a man and woman in their thirties in a boardroom they argue about a business decision a conglomerate wants to take over their dwindling family business they leave the boardroom and discuss the impending sale the woman says Think about our family, what will mean for all our children. The business is dying, but with this money we'll be set for life. The man says, but this isn't what grandpa would have wanted. He wanted us to run this company and get it back to where it belongs. His sister replies, but if we sell, you can set up your own research center and it can truly be yours. <coughs> 
it cuts to Doc's house, and Marty and his son are having a heart-to-heart <laughs> talking. Already on the third <laughs> Talk- scene. How long is this thing, Mark? You'll get it soon, ages. I told you I spent a half an hour writing it. They hear a loud I'm glad noise. You, I'm glad you had a, a useful afternoon. <laughs> the DeLorean has started. The dad, a car nut, jumps in and takes it for a spin against the protest of Marty. He starts teaching his son how to drive slowly down the road, and they are bonding. They drive back to Doc's house, and Marty's son gets out. Marty says it's dangerous and him and, him and his son start to argue. Meanwhile, his son, his grandson, is pressing buttons to escape the argument, puts his foot to the floor. We all know what happens. They panic. Marty, Marty starts looking for help in Doc's house whilst explaining that the DeLorean travels in time. Um, inside the house, there's a computer which tracked the DeLorean. The Doc had added this feature just in case. It had gone back 65 million years. His son was in grave danger. <laughs> he, what, what was this? 65 million years ago. He then, Jurassic Park. Yeah, what? The Jurassic period. He then checks his files. There is a blueprint to make a flux capacitator, or whatever it's called. My capacitor. son immediately calls in a favour. It cuts to the brother and sister again. Who are the brother and sister? They're sitting at a large table with their families together. The man's phone rings and he says he has to take it. He starts talking. Yes, we have an aerodynamics team within the business, but that business may not be ours much longer. He looks at his sister. He walks out of the room looking panicked. It cuts to Marty's son. He's on the phone. It's my son. Something crazy has happened. I need your help. He's missing. I'll take a flight to you now just to meet me at the airport. Of course. It's a private jet. <laughs> We're nearly there, trust me. Him and Marty. Can I edit this? Him and Marty land to meet the brother and sister. Marty's son introduces them. Tim, Lex, this is my dad. Did you know the kids in Jurassic Tim Park are called Tim and Lex? Yeah. I was going to say yes, because I'm scared of what you're saying. <laughs> they are close friends. Their kids go to the same private school in New York. They're all upset that Marty's grandson, Hugh, is missing. Yeah, I threw in the name later on. Marty's son explains everything and there are obviously questions raised. He shows them the blueprint and they immediately get to work on a time travelling machine. So we never found out how far back in time did he go. 65 million years. Lex starts having a panic attack. Marty's son apologises. Sorry, I know what happened to you guys at that part, but Tim, Lex, I'm begging you, I need your help. They call Sam, Neil and Laura Dern. Boom, that's my film, that's the start. Um, Back to the Jurassic Park future. (laughs) Did anyone see an edit point in there?